Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the ritual weapons coming to Destiny 2 in Shadowkeep. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. I'm probably live right now. So saynotorage.com will bring you right to my Twitch channel. We don't do hyperlinks in the description anymore because YouTube doesn't like that. So if you want to hang out live, that's the best way to find me. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit like and subscribe. It's an easy way to not miss out on content. And this is being recorded. I'm going to start putting the date here too, September the 30th so a lot of times people come to my videos once they hit YouTube and they're like what the frick are you talking about uh, just remember I record these live on Twitch and I'm front loading content and doing extra videos all throughout the day so a lot of times stuff hits YouTube and it might seem a little delayed but I did want to talk about ritual weapons in its own video because this is a major point of complaint and frustration in the community right now no more pinnacle weapons we're getting ritual weapons I'm already getting people tweeting at me like I hope you're happy you know because I I made a video about let's let's pinnacle weapons weapons are a problem and I argued for that on the Rageous Roundtable so I know people are kind of upset they think that you know content creators are ruining this game listen when I make a video and then confirm later on that I was right about something I'm not trying to show off like hey look at the control I have over destiny I think a lot of the times YouTubers and content creators play more and unearth more problems that Bungie's probably already aware of. Bungie's not taking their marching orders from us YouTubers, so just let's be clear on that. When I highlight a problem like Ikalash Shotgun or Pinnacle Weapons, Bungie's not waiting, you know, pen to paper, hoping that I can help them navigate their game. I think I just enumerate things they're probably already well aware of internally whenever I highlight those things. So, first we're going to talk about how Pinnacle Weapons we're, we're creating a power problem in the game. So we're going to talk about the power problem. Second, we're going to talk about still a carrot. The ritual weapons are still worth chasing, in my mind. We don't even know the roles yet, but I would still imagine they're going to be a carrot to chase, and I'm going to defend that by showing player behavior to prove me correct on that. And then I'm going to end by talking about stop nerfing. Everybody's upset. Stop nerfing our perks. Stop nerfing our weapons. Come on, Bungie. We're sick of the nerfs. I'm going to address that at the very, very end of the talk. So first, power problem. Bungie admits in their blog post on this on the TWAB, they said that these were originally supposed to be novelty weapons that we were chasing. Unique perk, something to make them kind of stand out and be different, almost like a low-level exotic, something really cool, something different, and it became a problem. They even said that the best weapons being in PvP was becoming more and more prevalent. I had a lot of folks ask me, why are strong PvP weapons the best in PvE? And I said, well, if it's good in PvP, it's going to very, very easily translate into PvE and and be a strong weapon there because if it's good in pvp at killing enemies quickly and efficiently that's probably going to translate perfectly well into pve they also said it created unrealistic expectations for the players like are you going to every season expect something at the level of mountaintop and recluse every season are you going to want something that's at that level it's creating unrealistic expectations and the more pinnacle weapons they created the more challenging it became they said that you know, it just became more challenging with time and I said this in my video the pinnacle weapon problem I was like they're going to run out of road there's only so many archetypes and only so many weapons you can make and if they're already if they're always top shelf with some unique perk it's going to be really hard to one up that every single season so there was no way for them to create weapons at this caliber every three to four months and they were posing balance problems to crucible so beyond just the technical reality of I can, wait we can only create so many really really strong weapons it was also creating imbalance within the power structure of crucible as well as pve beyond that 
And I'm going to have another video about the perks getting nerfed. But beyond pinnacles, legendary weapons in general had just become so strong that exotic primaries were worthless. I've talked about this many times in my Q&A sessions and videos. Why would I ever put on an exotic primary? Legendary seemed to do the job as good, if not better, a lot of the times. This is a way to create space between your best legendary weapons and exotics so exotic primaries can maybe get their foot into the door. Now, it's still a carrot is the second section of this video. It's still a carrot. I I don't think that this is automatically getting rid of the idea of why should I bother playing comp? Why should I bother grinding gambit? I mean, grinding gambit might not be fun no matter what. I'm not a big fan of gambit, but (laughs) that's beside the point. I still think these are going to be a carrot for you to chase, and I can prove it to you very easily by pointing to player behavior in both the Black Armory Forges and the Menagerie. People were grinding for God Roll Kindled Orchids and and, and, uh, and the Shotgun in the menagerie and people were going for what was it one two punch i'm sorry and reckoning they were going for all these different weapons in those activities that when they were doing that they were actually going for just really really good roles they weren't going for unique perks they weren't going for pinnacles so player behavior proves that the the destiny community will get into lanes of grind and activities and and hoppers of of gameplay and they'll chase really really good roles that aren't necessarily pinnacle so I don't think when they create these curated roles for Crucible, Vanguard and Gambit they're going to be creating garbage weapons for you to chase I think that Scout Rifle is probably going to be pretty dadgum awesome in the Crucible especially considering they seem to be empowering lane you know range style combat in the crucible in destiny going forward so i would wager to say that the actual scout rifle in crucibles probably going to be a pretty dope thing to chase the lack of a unique perk does not negate the incentive of a weapon to chase if you only are ever going to chase something with a unique perk there's tons of weapons in the history of destiny that are according to you completely not worth chasing Current curated roles are absolute trash, as being said in chat. I I will agree that to a certain extent, curated roles a lot of times aren't very good, but at the end of the day, that's essentially what a pinnacle weapon was. It was a curated, planned role, and they just added a unique perk on top. The lack of a unique perk, there were plenty of strong roles. The curated role on the Ringing Nail is really, really strong. The curated role on the Kindled Orchid is really, really strong. There are plenty of curated roles to prove that it's not that that far-reaching. Now, they do need to work on some like you know the what was it the warden's law where they added zen or whatever i mean there's obviously room for improvement with curated roles but not all curated roles are bad and i think in bungie's mind if this is supplanting pinnacle weapons i don't think they're going to be saying oh here's a curated role and it's pretty much garbage I, I i really really highly doubt these will likely be good weapons if they're putting them out there and trotting them out there to be known as ritual weapons as a as a a seasonal thing for you to chase every single season. Lastly, let's talk about stop nerfing. This is where people really, really get ticked off. They're like, why are they making things weak? Why are they messing with our pinnacles? Why are they messing with our perks? Here's the deal. Between this change and the perks, I get that folks aren't happy, but you have to take all of the changes together. You can't zero in on one thing that's your favorite thing and get mad about it in a vacuum. You have to see these changes attached to an overarching change in the game for the long term up to now a lot of the times what they end up doing is it's like a 
pendulum swinging of one thing getting nerfed and another thing getting buffed and you're just sort of pivoting from one meta to the next with armor 2.0 the artifact mod systems all these things are being overhauled given investments they're wanting to make changes so that maybe exotics are a little bit more reasonable to use they're also wanting to dial back to how punishing a delta is deltas levels 10 to 40 aren't going to be as painful as they are right now and then they're going to allow you to go into environments 50 to 100 beyond the reason that they're doing all of these things in one fell swoop is it is one giant push to change the game they're not just nerfing your pinnacles they're not just nerfing your perks they're also making changes to things that i just highlighted delta scaling is going to change leveling is going to be faster there's going to be more end game loot to chase more end game content to chase because there's difficulty spectrum attached to nightmare hunts and there's difficulty spectrum attached to nightfalls now that has been previously absent if they don't create good spectrum a lot of these systems won't work it'll either feel too ridiculously hard or too ridiculously easy that's kind of the way the content swings right now and you need a way i think to structure things to be more spectrum out and have more of a dynamic experience as a player okay they need a scalable game with variety and power so the game has to be able to scale whatever investment they give us with you know armor 2.0 or whatever investment paths they give you with new perks and other things that might start happening or these ritual weapons it's got to be scalable they have to have room for new ritual weapons next season and the season beyond that and beyond that it has to scale the power they give you through armor 2.0 has to be scalable there has to be maybe an incentive for you to grind for things next season and things to chase in the seasons beyond that it has to be able to grow and i don't think a pendulum swing of nerfs and buffs is the best way we've been doing that for four years now and it just hasn't gone very well i think power you're like oh don't nervous we finally feel strong we finally feel powerful powerful is best experienced if it is in challenging and choices felt okay let me rephrase that and make that sound a little bit better a little bit more soundbite power is best experienced if it is challenge and choice felt if the challenge is felt and your choice is felt power is best felt in that environment it's not felt in an environment where everybody runs meta and just dumps damage on stuff with absurdly strong weapons absurdly strong supers or exotics or whatever it's better to tone things down and to give you investment paths so that your choice into your loadout is felt when you go into an environment your challenge appropriately by the the delta and you're able to meet those damage thresholds and challenges with your loadout and with your build as always q a is going to follow i appreciate everybody being here as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the ritual weapons changing in Destiny 2 with Shadowkeep. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at SayNoToRage.com. That'll take you right to my Twitch channel, SayNoToRage.com. I am probably streaming when these hit the live feeds, and it'd be great to have you come in and join these discussions. We're going to do these for about an hour, and then we'll chop and do a separate Q&A. That way, each of my videos both ritual weapons and the perks getting nerfed videos have the opportunity to have Q&A attached to them 
and if you are listening to this and it's way past the launch of Shadowkeep, keep that in mind. I have the date there showing you when I recorded this, September the 30th. First question, going to jump right in here with Flamer Torian. Uh, do you think we will get more than one exotic armor class tomorrow or underuse exotic armor changes? Well, we're hoping to get some patch notes today, if not tomorrow, maybe before everything goes live. We'll be able to discuss that tomorrow. I'm not sure when those patch notes are going to hit. I don't know. I, they usually do... Isn't it? I think it's like one exotic armor piece per season, then like a handful, like a smattering of guns. As far as changes to exotic pieces... We're just going to have to wait and see what they decide to do with the patch notes because we, we haven't actually um, we haven't actually seen that information yet. We're waiting for the comprehensive patch notes uh, to hit, and we'll know more then. Hermes li- uh, lives. Do you feel like this amount of nurse happening at one time is a good thing, or is it too much of a change and it might make us feel weak again, hypothetically? I don't think so for two giant reasons. Number one, they're lowering crit multiplier while raising base damage on weapons. They're also lowering, if you go into environments and you're under the level of the enemies. So if you're 10 levels underneath, it won't feel as strong as it used to. Those enemies will die faster and do less damage to you than they previously did. So they're also nerfing the enemies whenever you go into content that's challenging. Now, when you go into content that's at level or below your level, I think you're still going to feel like a god. You're going to be one-tapping red bars. You're going to be plowing through those guys. And no problem whatsoever. You know, your supers never... Now, you might have more diversity in your loadout. You might be running a gun or a perk combination. You never really envisioned yourself running because you don't feel so pigeonholed into one perk roll or one ammo type, gun type or something like that. Like, there's probably going to be more diversity within your actual loadout. And so I would think that's going to... At level and under level content is going to feel the same. That's my prediction. I think we're going to, out of the gate, when we go into content that's above our level, you know, 10 levels or 40 levels, they're weakening the feeling of that delta. So, Heroic Menagerie was incredibly punishing, and Contest Modifier made us feel pretty weak whenever we went into the raid for Crown of Sorrow. That's not going to be as pronounced going forward. So, I don't think we're going to feel weak. People that are like, oh, we're going back to Destiny 2 Year 1. Thanks a lot, Lono, and everybody else who called for pinnacle changes and certain perks to get nerfed. Thanks a lot. I I really don't think we're going back to D2 Year 1. D2 Year 1 was, you felt weak for a ton of reasons, and what we're seeing in patch notes is not anywhere close to what we felt like in Year 1. Uh, Omania. What is going to be the first thing you're going to do when Shadowkeep goes live? Uh, probably just dive into the story because that's usually what people want to see. If you're avoiding spoilers, then I can't help you. But the people that are actually watching generally want to see the story. They want to see what the frick is going on, what's going on with Eris. Uh, maybe go to the tower, look at some of the NPCs. You know, usually that's what people want to see. There's no vendor refresh, so there's not a lot of reason to go to the tower. You can view Eververse from orbit. So I probably will just focus on the campaign. Uh, Sky Want Wainer or Wanner. Well, actually, I might try and level before doing the campaign. That might be a good strategy. Go go token dump at the tower to try to get as high level as possible before jumping into the campaign. If you start the campaign at 900, it might be really helpful. I'm not sure. Uh, do you believe that ritual weapons will be OP or just another gun now? I don't think Bungie's goal is to introduce OP legendaries anymore. I think their goal is to introduce 
a spectrum of legendary weapons and I believe ritual weapons will be at the top of that pyramid and that spectrum. I think that that is totally fine. I don't think that's necessarily the same as giving you recluse or mountaintop. I think they can give you really good rolls and really good weapons if they curate the role and they build it around the archetype of the weapon. I mean, we've seen the scout shooting at a really, really high RPM with rapid hit. So if they can create you know, a perk combination around the archetype of the weapon without creating unique overpowered perks, then I think the goal would be to say, this is one of the best legendaries you can run. I think people are making a giant mistake in their conclusions here. They're like, well, they're getting rid of unique perks. Well, the guns are going to suck. Again, I point to the Menagerie and the Black Armory Forges, even reckoning with the loot drop increase. People go into those, those containers in the game, those loots, I'm sorry, those loops, and they go for god roll guns that, that don't have unique perks. They're just going for a god roll Ostringer or whatever gun you you know you want to fill in that blank. And I think it's proof that we will chase guns that don't necessarily need a brokenly strong unique perk. And if it just continues to create power creep problems and makes it difficult for Bungie to create new and interesting weapons and new and interesting perks, then those cure then those then those pinnacle weapons and their unique perks aren't actually serving the greater good of the game. They're just making you feel like, oh man, I feel really strong. Please don't take this away from me. There's a real danger in just leaving things like that lie because you're gonna use that gun for the rest of time, and then a game that's you know a loot-based looter shooter you're going to start to find it less appealing because there's no loot that, that supersedes what you're carrying. The only way to supersede what you're carrying when you have a gun that that's strong is to make a gun stronger, which just starts to get absurd because things like Recluse and Mountaintop were so strong out of the gate. And as they said in the blog, they're stronger than a lot of the exotics, if not all of the exotics. Servo Actuator. Do you think that the ritual weapons will have a curated role that is not available to drop as a drop after acquiring? After getting the Redricks, I will get random drops. I don't think you're going to be able to get random drops of like, what's it called? Like Randy's Throwing Knife, that scout. (laughs) with such a weird name. I I don't think you're going to be able to get random rolls of that gun. I don't. This is meant to supplant pinnacle weapons, so it'll be one version of the gun. That's it. Um, Kind of like... What was the gun they did at uh, the Festival of the Lost? Isn't that a curated roll? But it's not a pinnacle weapon. That was like an auto rifle. And it just had like a blanketed... The horror story, right? Was Yeah, the horror story is essentially that. This is essentially where these guns are going. Rampage Zen flared. And this is just how it rolls. And I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I can pull horror story out of collections. Because it's a static roll... But it's not a year one weapon. It's not some. It's it's not like pulling out the uh, you know this gun, the the loquitor or whatever, or however you say that, the loquitor. Th- this is this is a year one static roll. You can actually choose between the perks here and the sight lines. Horror story. Everything's locked in. So this is essentially what we're looking at for ritual weapons. It is. Nothing unique about the perks, but it's a solid roll and it's curated, and then that's it. There wasn't another, there weren't other versions of horror story that were dropping, okay? So I don't think you're going to get that scout rifle from, from Shax, and then all of a sudden it's in the loot pool and it starts dropping with random rolls. Because the dilemma there would be then suddenly someone might argue that there are potentially better random rolls that you could get that would then sort of 
overshadow the entire purpose of doing ritual weapons and i would i would think that would be a, a, a significant danger uh with with respect to the pivot and the change that they're doing because you want things to be appealing and exciting and not like oh well wow i just i, I got my buddy got a random roll it's better than my curated um we had some new subs come through that i completely missed and i am sorry about that um Ethan with two months of a resub, Toaster with two months of a resub, P, Kane got swag, and the Machu Picchu with brand new Prime subs. I miss those because alerts are off in this scene. I am sorry about that. One easy with 28 months. Thank you very much. If you were one of those new subs, I apologize. Enjoy the awesome emotes and ad-free viewing on my channel when you're here, and you're a sub on Twitch. You won't get ads on my channel if you sub to it. That's not true for YouTube. That's just true for Twitch. (laughs) Uh, Havoc. I too have been hoarding bounties. What's the best way to turn them in? We don't actually know the answer to this question because we don't actually know when you're going to get the artifact. It could be really nice to say, cash them all in and get the artifact really fast. It might not take that long to get the artifact just through naturally playing. So it's probably six to one, half a dozen of the other. If you use half of your bounties to get the artifact and the other half to boost the artifact, that may not be much different than just playing through the game and getting the artifact and then popping them. So... And I know we were supposed to get the artifact at level 7. I don't know if that's accurate, okay? Because it's on the free track. Unless Bungie has confirmed this, it's on the free track. I took that as meaning we're going to get the artifact from the campaign, so we'll get it faster than level 7. And leveling up the, 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 the book to level 7, it's there for people who don't own Shadowkeep. Because they're supposed to get the artifact for free, but they're not going to have Shadowkeep, they're not going to have the campaign. So... I think that's my theory, but I I could be wrong. I don't know. Bungie has confirmed it either way, up or down. We know for certain you get it level 7. I was theorizing we would get it earlier. That little first box we get at level 1 might might pop it out. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Also, if you're new to the stream or it's been a while since you've been here and you're coming back, thank you for being here. Remember to click follow. I appreciate all the increased support lately. This has been probably one of the strongest responses to my content I've ever had right before a DLC. I hope you're enjoying yourself, the interactivity, the back and forth. Uh, The vibe has really changed over the last year. I've really kind of changed as a person and a lot of people are kind of coming back and giving me a second chance and I appreciate that I'm seeing the result in chat and the vibe and everything. So I appreciate a lot of folks coming back to the channel. Thank you. Dreams Visions uh, says, what adjusted weapon archetype and what revised weapon perk are you most invested in trying out on Tuesday? I don't know about revised weapon perks or archetypes. I'm interested in how auto rifles feel. If they're buffing base damage to make up for the crit multipliers going down, I'm curious how good auto rifles out of the box are going to feel against red bars, right? I don't know just how much that base damage change is is going to affect things. Also, also scout rifles. Now, here's the big challenge for scout rifles. You can make scout rifles god tier, but I don't know about the actual content being areas where you're going to want to use scouts now the moon looks pretty open maybe vex offensive nightmare hunt and a lot of the new areas we're going to be going into will make scouts feel good most of the public spaces lost sectors public events strikes adventures i might have said adventures already most of the content in destiny right now is not great for scouts if you want long range you can run a pulse or an, uh, a bow 
and they they get the job done bows have the advantage of having that agility for close range fighting but then can can kind of convert to being really really good at range so i'm interested to see how scouts feel post shadow keep as well as auto rifles as far as revised perks i honestly don't know uh, you know if if i can start experimenting because i don't feel like i have to run rampage outlaw that'll be you know a nice place to start you know from the very beginning so and I don't know, we have follower only mode on, but I think it's immediate. If people want to confirm in chat, if you followed, were you able to immediately talk? I think we've got it set to just immediate. That's typically how we run it. Just because check, it's kind of wild if you turn that feature off. Flash, JK, I bought Destiny 2 yesterday, but I'm a D1 player. Um, what should I know to be on the same page? Here's the thing. Um, thank you for confirming that in chat, guys. I... I as far as you know what you should know i don't think there's anything particular that you need to know um open up the game follow the prompts go through a lot of the campaigns you know a lot of campaign missions and stuff if you're going to be playing shadow keep then go through that if you're going to be playing d2 like new light just to try it out um you know you say you bought d2 yesterday i, I don't know if that's actually i don't that's kind of weird I'm not sure. You can't do that in Steam. You can only preload for free. Um, so you must have bought it on console. Uh, it go. It turns free tomorrow. So it, it, depending on what you're wanting to do in the game, I, I honestly don't know what your plan is. I would say just kind of follow the prompts, try all the different things out. If you played D1 and you're familiar with it, then just load yourself into the hoppers. Um, you know, go to the planets, run some strikes, run the story missions, go through a campaign or something. Like, I don't... There's no way for me to, like, catch you up to speed on the last two years about how the entire game works, so. Joel Senders. Lono, I know Crucible Bounties will be reset. Do I keep Iron Bounties for XP or cash them in? I think Iron Banner Bounties are safe, and the reasoning is this. They talked about how Zavala, Shacks, and Drifter are getting new, repeatable bounties. They're actually changing the way their bounties function, and therefore their bounties are being reset. I do not think Iron Banner is affected. Um, Iron Banner is supposed to auto-complete, though. I don't think you can save them. So, the the Vanguard, Crucible, and Drifter bounties are getting, like, actually, like, getting, like, deleted. Um, but I think Iron Banner bounties auto-complete. So it's a different, it's something different is happening. So there's no reason to save your Iron Banner bounties, okay? No reason to save them. They'll auto-complete. Vanguard, Crucible, and Drifter are just getting deleted from the game. They're changing that bounty pool, and because of that, there'll be no database points in the game for those bounties. The game will be like, it'll be trying to call up your completed bounty, and it's not there in the game anymore. So it's actually different. So saving your Iron Banner bounties is fine. They'll auto-complete. I don't see the reason in doing that. I wouldn't trust it. I would just cash them in. Everything else, Eververse, Spider, you know, all those other bounties, Planetary bounties, Werner bounties, those are all fine to save. They're being deleted. I thought they were being reset. Well, I mean... Listen, they can say they're being reset, but the actual truth of the matter is they're deleting those bounties. You, the, 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 the bounties you have right now for Vanguard and Crucible, they don't exist tomorrow after 1 p.m. Eastern. They don't exist in the game. They're being restructured. Their icons are changing. There's going to be daily, weekly, and repeatable. So there's a whole, it's, a, it's a whole new, like, boom, these are the bounties now. Their icons are changing. The way they're structured are changing. So, like, they're saying that they're getting, quote-unquote, reset, 
but they're getting deleted your bounties will be deleted they're not auto completing they're not giving you anything for them so cashing in Zavala Shacks and Drifter bounties now makes the most sense you have 7 minutes to do that <laughs> Zabushman I've been saving up normal bounties as well as weekly will normal bounties help too for the artifact every, every little bit helps weeklies are like 3k dailies and planetary ones are like 1k but if you have room, why the frick not? That's what I did this morning. I mean, you, if you want to look at my, uh, if you want to look at my, my saved bounties, I mean, right here I've got. Well, I grabbed this one from Zer to do it, um, and then the uh, I've got what is that? Nine planetary bounties. Then I have a bunch from Petra. Then I have Gunsmith. I have Ada bounties. I have Spider bounties. Uh, I've got Werner somewhere. Oh, well, we missed the boat on this character. We never grabbed Werner. Oh, well. Um, who was this? Yeah, the Warlock missed out on Werner. I don't know what... I must have... I must have. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. I thought all three of my guys did Werner, which is why we pivoted to the planetary ones. The Werner ones are worth a lot, so I missed the boat a little bit there, but that's okay. Um, yeah. So... Those are, those are, you know, the bounties that people were saving, and it's too late for you to do anything now. I mean, you're, you're not even going to have time to boot up the game, instance, and complete anything in the next five minutes before maintenance starts. Your only hope would be to grab some on a planet and, like, stay in that instance to try to complete them. It's just too late. Um, grab them now. You can complete them this week. I can, I can grab them tomorrow, too. Saves. If ritual weapons are received poorly, do you think Bungie would overcorrect and bring back Pinnacle, create a new system, or something else entirely? No, no, and no. I don't think they're going to go back. I do not think they'll go back to Pinnacle weapons that pose too much of a problem. And create a new system? I mean, they did create a new system. Create another new system? I, I don't know. That kind of prediction is tough to make. Um, or something else entirely. Well, something else entirely, a new system, or the same thing. Those are synonymous. So, you're asking, would they go back to Pinnacle Weapons or do something else? My thought on it is this. The number of people that are going to get no, like notably upset about the Pinnacle Weapon thing. They're going to go to Reddit, they're going to go to the forums, they're going to go to Twitter, whatever, okay? I think Bungie knows that they are the minority, and I don't think they're going to take their feedback and weight it very heavily. That's not me saying they're going to be dismissive to your frustration. I think they're triaging. They do this in the emergency room. If they look out across the emergency room and you have a broken finger and there's another guy next to you with a tent pole through his chest, you're going to wait, okay? They're going to take him back first. If they look out and they see four people with broken fingers and just two people with tent poles through their chest, well, the tent pole homies are going back first. It's more dire, okay? I don't think the number of people that go to the but they, they go to the forums and Reddit that are going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did this to Pinnacle Weapons. I think Bungie's going to be like, eh, that's a broken finger. We can live with that. We, that's fine. You can wait. You can wait. We'll address that later. Also... It could just be a better analogy would be like your stomach hurts. Oh, my stomach kind of hurts. Well, maybe we'll wait. Maybe your stomach, it'll go away, right? Maybe we'll wait and people won't care that much about pinnacles once they start to get their hands on the rituals. They may be like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. They, they, you know, they took away, they took away pinnacles, but these rituals are actually really nice weapons. And then the number of people complaining goes down over time. 
Uh, 21 months from Solar Eagle. Thank you for your prime resub. If you see what I'm saying, if you have a handful of people in the waiting room that are like my stomach hurts, okay, we'll be right with you. And you have other things that are far more important. After an hour or two, some of them might be like, you know what? I feel fine. I'm going home. You know, and I think people might be the same way. They might be like, you know what? I'm fine with it. This is fine. Um, not having pinnacle weapons, do you think there will be a flavor of the season? Oh, yeah. Do you want to know what's going to happen in Crucible? Are you ready? I've said this a lot. Crucible is going to be a bunch of long-range fights. It's going to be ranged fights, man. Pulses, scouts, snipers. That's what's going to happen at Crucible. Um, and I think the pin- I think the ritual weapon is going to feed that. In addition to changes they've made to the weapons and super roaming and power ammo. I think it's going to be a lot of ranged weapon fights. Um, so... Get out your scouts and your god roll snipers and, you know, start popping heads. Silverman Gaming. Hey, Lono, are PC players going to get console-exclusive PvP maps and strikes come Shadowkeep? Starting tomorrow at 1 o'clock, the end of an era is taking place, so suck it, PlayStation. All of your exclusives are no longer exclusive, and there won't be exclusives no more. There will not be exclusives anymore. So wave splitter, map strikes, all of it. We all get all of it. The end of that stupid slice up the game era is bye-bye. So suck it. Um, you're not special anymore. We're all getting it. Um, it did nothing for your experience. Being withholding to a portion of the community, if that makes your experience better, then you got a strange attitude about gaming. Uh, J Dog Norton. Do you think the ritual weapons curated roles will function as best version of the weapon, or will roles attempt to funnel the weapon to be used niche playstyle? There it is. It happened, chat. Maintenance has begun. Let the darkness begin. Um. Yeah, the. the I think it's just going to be a best, a best version, a curated version. No random roles on those guns. Uh, 27 months from Fierga, thank you. Heads full of dreams, hearts full of hopes, and a vault full of sparrows. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's happening, guys. It's happening. Shadow keep tomorrow. So, so soon. By the way, if you're new, again, if it's your first time being here, I do this type of interactive show all the time with question and answer. It's like a podcast that you get to interact with while I play. Uh, please be sure to click the follow button. That's a free and easy way to support me. I look forward to spending the weekend shadow keep with you and running the raid on Saturday. Thank you for being here. Um, Parasito, late to the stream, so sorry if you cover this. Could pinnacle weapons be more akin to exotics? Could or should we have exotics locked behind an activity like Crucible uh, that we know and we know that's what it is instead of every exotic having a Crucible step? Well, there were clearly some that were meant for the Crucible. I mean, do you think the last word was dropped in the game for PvE? Um, Ace of Spades, you know, what else What else am I missing here? I mean, there's a handful of others probably that I'm not, you know, that I'm blanking on. You're wanting to go further than that, though. You're wanting to say, I got an idea, Lono. Let's do some, let's do a new, uh, let's do an exotic shotgun and you only get it in Crucible. You only grind for it in Crucible. And then let's do an exotic machine gun. And you only get it in Vanguard. Listen, I could get behind that. I could get behind that. Let's let the new system marinate, and then let's revisit this type of a question. Because if you change too much at once, it's confusing for people, right? They're changing a junk ton starting tomorrow. So many people are confused on what the frick's going on. You know, 
there's a lot going on okay so i would i would wager to say your idea might be better suited for a little bit uh you know down the road so h mongolite uh, Lono, did Bungie confirm if the ritual weapons can be unlocked to have random roll? They did not confirm this. My guess is that they will be static roll. We're getting that question a lot. You're going to get passed over super quick if that's not the, if if you answered, asked a question in that vein, you're going to get brushed past pretty quickly. It's not personal. Uh, Parasito, on the day before the final sleep, could this year bring the biggest changes to Destiny, for better or worse? What would guarantee a good or bad return for the franchise? Well, the game's evolving, and I think at every step, Let's just, let's imagine that Destiny 2 Year 1 doesn't exist. Well, it kind of has to exist. Okay, let's imagine that the game exists on a spectrum. Year 1, Destiny 1 to now, has been an evolution. Destiny 2 was a bit of a reset. We, we kind of went back in our, in our form or our function. So instead of growing legs and getting up and walking around after crawling out of the water in our evolution, we, uh, we fell down flat on our face and we kind of drug our face along the ground for that first year. The game was still evolving, the game was still changing, the spectrum of the game was still moving in a direction. Pub events, heroic public events, lost sectors, the spectrum of the public space, you know, all those things were a form of that evolution, whether it was good or bad, whether where, wherever you land on that, the game is always evolving. And I think tomorrow is one more step. Now the question is, is it a step forward or a step sideways, sideways or a step backwards? D2 year one was a step backwards. Forsaken was a step forwards. I think tomorrow is going to be two to three steps forward. I think Forsaken was one solid step forward. We had to climb out of the out of the trenches and get out of that gutter, and it was one giant leap forward. I think tomorrow is going to be a couple of really solid steps forward. Armor 2.0, nice step forward. Uh, you know, investment paths, nice step forward. Difficulty spectrum, nice step forward. Changes to delta, nice step forward. You know, these are ways that the game is going to move move forward in its evolution. I don't think. Here's what happens a lot during these question and answer sessions. There's always somebody in chat who's like, "All right, Lono, is tomorrow make or break for Destiny?" Listen, if Destiny can survive year one of Destiny 2 as a franchise, I don't know. The only way this game gets killed is if Bungie intentionally nukes it. Yeah, enjoy your download. The game's been deleted from your hard drive. <laughs> like, that's the only way this game dies, okay? <laughs> is by the cho- it, it chooses to die. They did everything they could to kill this game, D2 year one, and it survived. So... It's unlikely that there's ever going to be a quote-unquote make-or-break moment. Lono, what if the community gets really angry? And what if the community doesn't like Pinnacles? I just, I do not think that's going to happen, okay? I understand that we like to see things in a dichotomous way. Someone makes a mistake, cancel them. Judge them. Ruin their career. A video game makes a mistake, it's over. It's done. It's dead. This game coming out's a destiny killer. We view things in those shades of like black and white. Like we're so tribalistic now and so mob oriented that we just, we think in those terms now. You know, a game can sell like gangbusters and then it has poor viewership on Twitch and people are like, that game's dead. And it was a commercial success and it still has a player base. But if it doesn't do well on Twitch, we're like, yep, it's a dead game, irrelevant game, game sucks. You know, it's, I don't think those, those very measurable moments happened as often as we think. And I especially don't think they happen in destiny. 
Destiny has never gone through a ups oh, dead bad DLC bye bye Dark Below didn't kill it House of Wolves didn't kill it D2 Year One didn't kill it Curse of Osiris didn't kill it you know what I'm saying like those are those are certainly times in the life of the game that it could have died right now I know there are games like Anthem there are games like you know Lawbreakers and and others that just completely fell flat on their face that certainly happens okay but this game is like you know they say like a cockroach could survive a nuclear holocaust well like this game survived its own nuclear bomb it blew up it crawled out of the rubble and it's like we're still here we're not going anywhere and so it can only in my opinion it can only move up from here especially this is the first time in the history of the franchise we've had so much clear back and forth transparency insight into the development of the game the struggles the aims the goals um they're they're really giving us a look into where the game's going and i think we're shaping the direction of the game more than we ever have it's more one-to-one a lot of our feedback in destiny 2 year one took a couple of years to come to fruition and it even kind of came in fruition in a bad way. A lot of what people said during Destiny 2 Year 1 impacted Destiny. Destiny 1 Year 1, the feedback during that year impacted Destiny 2 Year 1. What happened in between was more of a back and forth with the live team and the updates and everything they were doing with Taken King and Beyond that unfortunately those value points didn't land on, on D2. So... Uh, maintenance for Shadow Keep has begun. It will end in eight years. Uh, <laughs> what the heck happened to our command? Holy moly. Somebody moved a decimal or put a niner in there. That is rough. Eight years of maintenance, chat. Sorry to be the one to tell you. Uh, it's arch- it's Archite. Uh, so ritual weapons are just curated legendary weapons. That is correct. T-Funk. Do you think D2 is getting too confusing? Like when Fortnite added 500 items, after being away for several months, there are hundreds of items I've never heard of in things limiting build. Is there any way for Bungie to simplify items and make dynamic, uh, and still make dynamic builds? Okay. So, here's the difference between like Fortnite adding a bunch of changes in weapons that you don't understand and Destiny doing all of its change changes. Okay, here's the difference. There isn't a large barrier between you booting up Destiny, looking over a skill tree, making decisions, and equipping some guns and shooting some bad guys, okay? Now, if you don't understand the difference between Kill Clip and Rampage, that's not going to limit your ability to use that weapon. It might limit your ability to enjoy one weapon over another, but I think... Bungie has done a very good job making Destiny really enjoyable to that bottom rung player. You boot up, you land on a planet mission or a strike, and you just start popping heads and having a good time, okay? There's that bottom rung. Your hope would be, after you're on that bottom rung for a while, you might say, man, I wish I could reload a little bit faster, or I don't really like this weapon, or I want to try a different subclass. You would hope that they'd be able to go into the menu system and sort that out on their own. And it, I, I don't know, if I go into games like Diablo and Destiny, I don't struggle to look at gear, read the stats, and kind of make a decision. And I think, like, the accessibility of the stats and the info on weapons is very readily accessible. I think the same could be said for the Armor 2.0 system. 
I don't think people are going to look at the armor and be like, well, I don't have an ag- abacus and a calculator and a protractor. I can't figure this out. It's too difficult. I don't think that that is going to happen. I do think there's going to be a spectrum of care and passion. Like, obviously, we're going to care a whole lot more about squeezing a little bit more out of our armor 2.0, and the guy next to us is just like, I don't really give a frick about that. I'm tossing Novas and shooting shotguns. That's all. Like, there's a lot of folks that I don't think are going to go down that lane. The question is... Is the infra- is the is the in-depth knowledge of Destiny that you don't have keeping you from enjoying the game? I don't think so. Is your in-depth knowledge of Fortnite and the meta and the builds and the weapons and the items can that hinder your enjoyment of Fortnite? You better freaking believe it, because you pull out the wrong gun or you forget or you don't know what turbo building speeds are now or swap speeds this or swap speeds that. You could very easily be frustrated in Fortnite because of ignorance. I don't know if the level of frustration for a a new player is going to hit those high levels when they don't know certain things because there's so much bottom rung information that's very easy to see and understand. the The perk descriptions, the stats now make sense. Like, if anything... If anything, I think the increase in information on the stats page is probably going to empower players to understand more of what the frick is going on because they're like, oh, cool, I get more intellect. What does that mean? Oh, the number right here. Oh, intellect is at tier four. It means I get my super this many seconds. And if it goes higher, I'll get I'll get more. I'll get my super faster. Do you understand? Like, I, I think the increase in information is going to help people. Yeah, like, I think Warframe is just bewilderingly dense. It is bewilderingly dense and hard to understand, and they do literally nothing to help you understand it. I don't think that Destiny falls along those same lines. Um, Thank you for gifting a sub to Mr. Cartoon. Thank you, Flowing T-Man. Enjoy it. If you guys are new and you're loving the talks, the discussion, if you love Destiny, be sure to click that follow button. That is a free way to support me. That's the little heart button. Nabil Steele, do you think the accessibility of ritual weapons now will be good for the more casual player who may not see god rolls too often? Does it spoil the whole carrot on a stick thing for them? No, I don't think so. And here's why. I think when you get a taste for a god roll, I don't think it spoils you. I think it, I think it motivates you. Whenever you're, whenever you first get that weapon that really kind of sells you on Destiny, I think that kind of changes the way that you play. I also think once you start to to understand the roll system and the random roll system, I think when that happens, I think that you are motivated to go for more. I don't think it's like a stiff arm if that makes sense like if I go in to the menagerie and I was getting like good roll weapons it was happening the intentionality and the accessibility of having control over the guns that I got didn't make me want to play less and maybe want to play more so I feel like a casual player is going to get their hands on that scout and they're going to be like oh my gosh I understand now why people care so much about getting a good roll because this scout feels really really good and I could see people then transitioning from that to a player who plays all the time every day, really chases roles, and dedicates their time to chasing specific versions of guns. 
I could see that being something that happens to them. I don't think the actual psychological effect of, of ritual weapons is going to be a negative. I think it's going to be a positive. This is this is kind of how you make... I think it was Soldier on Music who said, Destiny 1 turned casuals into hardcores. We need to get back to a place where Destiny 2 is turning casuals into hardcores. So... I got your autograph a couple years ago at DestinyCon. Recently got back into playing D2, consuming so much information in your stream. Oh, well, thank you. Flowing T-Man gifted a sub to Plunder the Booty. Enjoy your dope badge. As a sub, you will not see ads on my channel, so enjoy your gifted sub. Enjoy ad-free viewing on the channel. Squid. I see a lot of people complaining that the lore isn't accessible enough. How could Bungie potentially improve in this area? I've outlined this idea before, and I I, I think that there's room for this. I don't know if it's a front-burner issue. Probably isn't a front-burner issue. Um, I could see them putting a lore little, like, computer booth next to all the NPCs on the planets. And you could call it, you know, research and development. You could call it the R&D you call it the R&D station and you're helping them research that planet's, you know, enemies and enemy types and environments and blah 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 blah. Okay? And scannables would basically put information into that booth. So as you're going around and looking for the scannables and going into lost sectors and finding those little scannables, okay? It would fill that booth with R&D information. And then you could go to that R&D information, it would be like, you know, something like, on the EDZ, the Fallen moved into the area about five years ago, and we saw an increase in da-da-da-da-da-da. They're searching for new ways to blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. Just have Bife read it, okay? I don't sound as good as him. And that's your choice, but then the lore would be in the game. The lore would be in the game, it would be something initiated upon and invested upon by the player. Maybe a lore tab would be better than what I'm saying. Maybe there would just be a lore tab for the EDZ and you could go click on it, hear an audio file, and see some concept art. They've got all that concept art anyway, throw it in the game. Now, one of the reasons that they're probably not going to ever do anything like that in Destiny 2 is... They wouldn't be able to do audio files, so maybe written files at least. There are lore tabs on guns and stuff, but I'm talking like a lore tab for the actual planet that is filled out the more you scan and the more you discover on that planet, so it's initiated and expanded upon by the player rather than just something that's passive on the gun. They can't do lots of audio files because they take up lots of space. The game is becoming too big. That's why they're having to like basically add stuff and take stuff out. You know, they're not going to be able to do that. So... I don't think they're going to ever add a feature like that. Now, people in chat are saying they're starting preload on console, so it seems preload... Preload's been available on Steam for like four or five days. Seems that preload is now becoming available on console. El Pinto Loco. Do you think Bungie will need to rebalance Reckoning once again after all the nerfs uh, and super regeneration, auto-loading, and our damage? Um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I, I don't... I don't I'm not going to make predictions about this now because Delta is going to behave differently. Our guns are going to behave differently. There's going to be new, new potential combinations and rhythms that come from Armor 2.0. You know, it's possible. It's possible. I can't see it being a super front burner issue. And the reason I can't see it being a a super front burner issue is because the new console is probably going to matter a whole lot more. Um, So they can do audio files. They just need to pull them from a cloud real time. Yeah, I don't know if they can do that. I mean, that may be some of the technology they're trying to develop to offload some of the ser- some of the storage space. That's possible. So, there's an update at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Well, I mean, I would assume there'd be an update tomorrow. That's 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 not surprising. They usually do day one stuff. 
Uh, Arson at Dawn. Are you excited about a possible confirmation of dungeon-specific weapon drops in the TWAB where it mentions a pulse rifle that only comes from the dungeon? Uh, I think this is a good move. Um, I kind of realized my error. Somebody called me out on one of my videos and, like, ripped me up. And he was like, why would you want, you know, you want you want loot for free events but not for a dungeon and he was like that's you know the guy like ripped me a new one um I agree with that person I probably was wrong headed about that um I definitely can see why it would be more important to put at least some loot in a dungeon uh I still think you need loot to grind for in a free event like you know the the auto rifle that we could get from the uh what was it called the um Festival of the Lost should have been something we grinded for god rolls and it dropped from the boss rather than just grind for the curated I think you get a whole lot more uh, you get a whole lot more out of your game if you do random rolls that you grind for Jirei Asama do you think ritual weapons can be a good way to test new perks for example if in a previous season something like swashbuckler was only on a ritual weapon and then added to other weapons in the coming seasons now they're not giving us an indication that they're going to do that okay they're not giving us the indication that they will be doing that with the actual you know perks themselves but they certainly could they gave us the indication that they would not have unique perks on a gun so I and if they're not going to do unique perks what you're describing is actually a unique perk but it's just temporary so I mean Bungie could come out and say yeah we threw X perk on such and such weapon and our plan is to roll that out to the to, to all the weapons uh, but we figured it'd be easier to test on one gun right so I, I don't know if they're going to do that that would be confusing to be like wait I thought you guys said I thought you guys said they weren't going to have unique perks and here's the first ritual weapon and has a unique perk on it. Well, now Bungie's got to come back and be like, well, we said that and that's our intention. Our intention is to have these perks rolling out to, you know, our, our, our intention is to have these perks rolling out to the, uh, to the rest of, to the rest of the weapon pool. I just think that would be confusing for people to hear no more unique perks. And then there is a unique perk, but it's only for a season or something. I don't dislike your idea. I think it's unlikely to happen, at least initially. Outro Rui. I bought Forsaken yesterday. Was that a mistake? Probably. Uh, I have to say I lost track of time yesterday, and I got to 50 and still plenty to do. Well, uh, <laughs> everything uh, everything's going to change for you tomorrow. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna, any character you make from here on out will be level 50, 750. All your loot's gonna be 750. So, your pursuits and your, in your, and your game will feel quite a bit different tomorrow. Um, you're, you, you bought Forsaken and you're having a good time. That's good. You got the, lun- you got the runway lights, you know, lit and you're ready to go. You're ready to take off and dive into the next chapter of Destiny. Um, but <laughs> I would think... I would think that, you know, maybe you didn't necessarily need to do that, but that's okay. Um, you know, you can you can start tomorrow and have all new things to do and a new planet and all this stuff. So, yeah, welcome to Destiny. Yeah, exactly. 
by the way, I'm going to say this a lot, and I know some people might get annoyed by it, but when we have this high of viewership, I really try to greet everybody and make sure they know I appreciate you being here. This is an interactive style show. I do these shows all the time while I'm playing. You can submit questions and have great discussions here. Be sure to click the follow button, though. That ensures that you won't miss streams. You'll be back tomorrow uh, for Shadowkeep. There's a podcast tonight on this channel. Tonight, the Rageous Roundtable is in like seven hours, and Paul Tassie from Forbes is one of the co-hosts. We have great discussions. Shadowkeep Eve is, is going to be a fun time. So make sure you're following the channel. I appreciate uh, tons of the people that will be in here. Both new faces, returning faces, and longtime folks in chat. Thank you very much. Flying Mangoes. How do you think they can differentiate ritual weapons from god rolls to make them chase or actually worth tempting? Well, think about it like this. If you go and run Menagerie and you want a god roll Ostringer, that's what you want, okay? There's no guarantee of when you're going to get the god roll Ostringer. If the scout rifle in the Crucible is considered a god roll, you know exactly, to a certain degree and to a certain amount of certainty, you know exactly how long it's going to take to get that. There is no drops and checks, drops and check, drops and check. It is grind and get. That's it. Okay, that's one of the reasons people liked pinnacle weapons. So I think that they're just trying to supplant that grind and get, and I believe it'll probably be a god roll. And that's the value transmission is that you know when you're getting it. Uh, Heavy lifted with 31 months, been the dopest 31 months on Twitch. Thank you for bringing me back to Destiny that many months ago. Thank you for the sub, man. I hope all the subs are enjoying the Borderlands emotes and the ad-free viewing. You guys are awesome. Unholy crit, what? are the first things you should do as soon as Shadowkeep goes live and we can start playing. No one really knows. Hindsight's always 2020. We'll get to the end of the week and be like, well, had we known X, Y, and Z about this and that, we would have done stuff differently, right? Um, so, I, I don't honestly know, okay? So there's some people that are thinking it'll be best to hit up NPCs and level up before doing the, 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 the campaign. Now, they may actually be correct. Like, going to the gunsmith, the vanguard, Zavala, I mean, um, you know, going to shacks, going to the planetary NPCs, any place where you can, you know, token dump might be worth doing first. And then you level up and then do that before the campaign. I don't know. There's just, there's no way to know what the best strategy is usually until people have kind of run the gamut for a couple of days. Uh, Apparently, there is a preload now available on Xbox as well as PS4, so you can get that now. Um, 100 bits for 13x gaming. Thank you so much for the bits. Um, yeah. Next question, flowing T man. Do you think that a good middle ground between pinnacles and ritual weapons would be if they have a unique role, like a curated bane of sorrow that only comes on the ritual weapons that you can't get from a random role? Well, I don't think that the gun's going to roll random, and I do think their goal is to try to give you something really, really good. It'll be, as you've already seen, the scout rifle shooting really, really fast in that one leaked piece of footage, um, and it has rapid hit. We don't know what else it has. I'm going to assume it's got stuff for stability and range. You know, accurized rounds, rapid hit, and zen might be a really, really good roll on that scout, and it might feel like a dadgum laser beam. So a lot of times I think people make the mistake of looking something, looking down on something before using it. 
You know, we've done that plenty of times in Destiny. We've been like, oh my gosh, that looks like junk. That looks like it's going to be crap. And then people are like, uh, try and use it. You know, Mountaintop, anybody? I think people thought, oh, Mountaintop's going to be ridiculous in PvP. It's going to be so strong. And it was. And then it went over into PvE and it was like, wait, what? It's like the strong, one of the strongest weapon melters in the game. You know, no, sometimes things will surprise you. So I, I, would, I would just wait. A lot of pinnacle questions from here on out I'm going to be quick with because we're, we're retreading a lot of what I've already said. The Deadpaw. Do you think Destiny 3 is going to happen anytime soon? Or with Activision leaving D2, do you think Bungie will make D2 what it should have been? I think they're going to use D2 as their beta test for D3. They're figuring out what systems can work. Are they scalable? Uh, can they be expanded upon? Can they be added on each season? I think next year, 2020... We'll get another DLC in another year. I think next year we go back to the Dreadnought. We get the Taken Queen. I don't know if they're going to call it Taken Queen. But we're going to face off with Savathun in the Dreadnought. That will be another year that will culminate. And then I believe Destiny 3 launches 2021. I don't think we're spending the next five years in Destiny 2. I really don't think so. I think 2021 is when D3 lands. At the very least, tw- I mean 2022. But the- I just don't know if they can squeeze three more years out of this out of this this engine and this game i think they could do two more years and then they'll be you know set up to know how quickly they can make content and then you know you you're set up to make your next game that would be my guess uh fakes n says or fake sn what's coming to the new competitive rank system after tomorrow's release they didn't go into specifics we'll probably have to wait for patch notes on this one but they did say that you would be like placed and ranked according to your contribution and your score more than the past there's a solo queue competitive playlist Uh, you don't lose your streak anymore you just go down by one so if you get your way up to a five win streak and you lose you go down to a four win streak Um, I think you know I think that's kind of where people are going to land so people are saying that there's a new title screen so maybe we need to boot up the Xbox and download the update does it change the entire title screen and music Paddywhack saying it's new um so I can't do that in Steam though is the problem so there's no update Battle.net can't yeah it's Destiny is like nuked in Battle.net it doesn't even look right uh all I can do is uninstall that's all I can do I can't do it. Um, we might have to try and find like a screenshot. Um, you tweeted me the screenshot. If you're listening to the audio version, uh, you're gonna have to bear with me here. We're gonna try and pull it, pull up the, uh, the. No, no, that's not what I'm trying to pull up. Um, could somebody actually tweet it at me instead of DMing me? Um, here is the title screen. Thank you. Uh, here we go. Uh, I don't know if this is gonna play at a good at a good resolution though. It's a little blurry. Twitter videos are wonky, um, and there it is. There it is. If anybody can get me like a high res uh, screenshot, that would be great. Uh, so I can just leave this up during the duration of our talk. Um, so if anybody can do that, that would be fantastic. Tweet at me a high-res screenshot, and we'll keep that up 
for the duration of the talk and then let me know once you've done that and then we'll have that to roll that is uh that's exciting uh hang on do you guys want to hear that let's let's listen to the music really really briefly let's just listen Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I can pause that. Oh, I can pause that. That looks good. I don't know if the play thing's going to go away, though. We'll just keep that up for now. Um, North J with the next question. Uh, yeah, as far as the competitive rank stuff, you're going to have to wait for more specifics from the actual um, stuff. So, can only hear the funk music. Yeah, it was very light. It was like a horn. It wasn't very loud music. And this video is very short, so... North J, I'm new to Destiny. Can you explain what a ritual weapon is, please? So every season they introduced three pinnacle weapons in the past. So if you played enough Crucible, if you played enough Strikes or Vanguard or enough Gambit, those are three different uh, end, like lanes of the game. You would go into those lanes and you would get a pinnacle weapon. It would be a gun with a very specific role and a unique perk, okay? It would have a unique perk. And... Whenever that was happening, the weapons were getting stronger and stronger almost uh, each uh, each season. So, <laughs> now they're going to what is called ritual weapons. Ritual weapons are the same idea. You're going to grind a specific thing. You know, Crucible, which is PvP or Gambit or, you know, all those things. You're going to grind those things and get a ritual weapon, which is a static roll. It'll ha- It's not random roll. It'll have, a, it'll, have a, it'll have a roll on it, but it's not going to be curated. So... And if you guys are new, welcome. The load screen is vi- visible now on console with preload, and this is what it looks like. Uh, toxic, sur- uh, toxic rebel, toxic rebel says, um, you can't open the game in Steam, can you? Like, if you preload it on Steam, can you open and get to this screen so we could listen to the music later? Or is that not possible? I don't think it's possible. I don't think you can- no. Everybody's saying no. Okay, toxic rebel. Uh, will I still be able to get Mountaintop this season, and should there be a chance to get Militia's Birthright without Nightfall? You can still get any pinnacle weapon from this point forward. You can do that, and the Nightfall weapons are still going to be available as far as I know as well. So, uh, Meg, Megalo, Megalomars says, Does Shadowkeep include Forsaken DLC weapons? No. If you want all of Forsaken, you got to spend the $25. You get a lot of Forsaken, but you don't get all of it. $25. Basically, year one is free. Year two is $25. And year three is $60. You can buy Shadowkeep Deluxe. And that's Shadowkeep. And that's the winter, spring, and summer seasons. So I'm going to say that again. Year one is free. New Light is all of year one with actually a little bit of year two thrown in just for, just for the sake of it, okay? Year two is $25. That's Forsaken. That's all Forsaken activities. That's all loot pools, etc. 25 bucks for year two. Year three is 60 So for $85, you can get three years worth of content, basically, all wrapped up into one. Chris with eight months, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Bather92... Has it been said when we can install or is it fully done or just on hold? You can pre-install right now on all platforms as far as we know all the reports we're getting. Uh, Flamertorian Flamertorian says, How do you feel that we will get more than one class exotic armor tomorrow or would we even get any underused exotic armor changes? I've gotten this question already. I think it's one exotic piece per class and then we're going to wait for patch notes on the rest of them. 
Uh, Bob Pliskin says, Do you think we can still acquire old pinnacle guns? Yes, you can. Johnny Always, do you think there's a scope for Bungie to introduce a character buff if you equip ritual weapons in all slots? Um, I don't think they would do this. Uh, I don't think that they would. I don't know. I had a picture to the week. Should be better quality. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's see if we can't look at this picture here and get, um, open image in a new tab and let's go full screen. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you very, very much. Uh, for the uh, the screenshot, vengeful the vengeful vigilante that is crispy. Thank you. Uh, I don't think they're gonna do this, Johnny. Always, I don't think they're gonna do this. I don't think they're gonna be. I don't think they're gonna be like giving you a you know a buff for carrying all three. Uh, Dak Cray with thirty seven months, three years plus a little extra. Cheers! Thanks for making part of the Destiny community. Thank you so much for the support. Again, guys, if you're new and you enjoy the interaction here, it's like an interactive podcast. It's a show you can listen to or watch and submit questions to. Remember to click the follow button. That is the heart button. Silly Rabbit. Do you think the new ritual weapons will be added to the loot pool? No, I do not think so. A lot of people seem to ask that question. I don't think it. I think it's going to be one roll only, uh, just like the, the horror auto rifle from the Festival of the Lost. Cryptic. Santa Rage, I'm a little confused about the difference between Pinnacle Rewards and Powerful Rewards in terms of leveling. Pinnacle Rewards is a new terminology. Pinnacle Rewards are the hardest level difficulty content, and that is the only way to level up past 950. Okay? It is above Powerful, and you, you can't get beyond 950 without Pinnacle Rewards. It's a new classification that we have not had before. Uh, ABBA Digital with Destiny transitioning to a free to play service model do you think they will offer storage capacity microtransactions no that is never going to be a thing in Destiny I highly 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 doubt that I don't see them doing something like that um, Evil the Waffler in the TWAB they stated they wanted ritual weapons uh, should change your play style this doesn't mean that they should be god tier do you think that they'll be able to do that or do you think players will only stick to their god tier weapons it just depends it really depends because in Bungie's mind I think they like when things shift and change up in the crucible and ritual weapons can assist with that so I I, I don't know exactly how they're gonna how they're gonna run that um so People that are asking how I've loaded up, this is not me on PC. This is somebody's screenshot from Xbox just to get you guys excited. Again, if you're new, clicking the follow button is a free way to support me. We'll be doing Shadowkeep all week. I appreciate your support. The listeners, the lurkers, the chatters. Thank you guys very much. It's been a, it's been a long year, and uh, a lot of people are coming back around and enjoying the change in the vibe and the change in, in me, and I appreciate that very much. Successful Geek. How does playing with friends work in New Light? All my character slots are full, but I have a friend coming to D2. Can I play with him? Yeah, just play with him. Just play with him. Everybody's 750. Everybody's 750. So you just, boom, hit the ground running, go have fun together. No no reason to not do that. Um, and in about 10 minutes, we'll, we'll end this Q&A and start another one. It's still the questions you guys are submitting, but I'm going to break it into two. I'm going to break it into two. Um... ZL Soul. Will old raids be worth playing in year three? We don't actually know to what level they will be 
worth playing. We don't know. But we do know that all armor after tomorrow is 2.0 if it's earned. So if you really, really love... If you really, really love the... Uh, the Leviathan armor, you can grind for it. Uh, you can grind for it. And you can, you know... D- d- and then get an armor 2.0. New Destiny... Shadow Keep title screen. Uh, let's do. Uh, we want eyeballs because that's not played out already. New Destiny Shadow Keep title screen tweet. All right, and we'll go back to this. Okay. Um, yeah, escalation protocol armor stuff like that. Now, are they gonna make are they gonna make raids more worthwhile beyond armor 2.0? I don't know. I don't know. We, we'll have to wait and see. Are, like random rolls coming to year one weapons isn't happening, at least not initially. According to Dylan, it would take a lot of testing and a lot of time. They're not doing it, so we don't know. Uh Masterricious says, does the progress for Luna and Recluse reset tomorrow? I'm going to assume yes. I don't have a strong answer to this one. That's a weak answer. I don't know. Jocko the Taco with nine months. Welcome back. Is the most raid armor ugly? That's subjective. So no, that's your opinion, but maybe not the opinion of everybody else. Uh, Amish Milkman. With them nerfing perks on legendary weapons, what can be done to older exotics to bring them back into play? Some exotics feel like they could never beat a legendary. Well, for starters, the overall lethality of primary weapons that are legendaries is going down. I know that people hear that and they're like, oh my gosh, they're nerfing us. You were overkilling anyway, okay? You were doing way more damage than needed on virtually every red bar that you were killing with virtually every good rolled legendary that you have okay so i don't necessarily think that you 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 need to to really really be concerned about like oh my gosh we're gonna feel so weak what the frick are they gonna do now when they do this they automatically sort of de facto make exotic stronger you know the fact that like they're doing stuff to uh, they're doing stuff to Rampage, but they're not doing it to the Huckleberry. Well, Huckleberry then automatically becomes stronger than all legendary weapons with Rampage. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a passive buff. You know, it's a passive buff. So I think in general, lowering the lethality of legendary primaries automatically makes other primaries maybe worth using. Graviton Lance is getting a buff. The Sunshot's getting a buff to its clip size, its mag size. So Wolf. Wolf K uh, with a brand new sub. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Uh, enjoy ad-free viewing on my channel. Thank you for the brand new sub. Welcome. Uh, to the rest of you, you don't have to sub. We don't do sub drives or subathons. We don't do daily sub goals. I don't do any of that. I just ask that you follow, show up, and hang out and have a good time. So just clicking that heart button is all you need to do. Uh, Drizzy J, does your broadsword quest start fresh? Probably. I, I don't. I don't know how all that works. They didn't say. 17 months from Stupocalypse. Thank you, Stupocalypse. Six months from Lock and Load Ace. Thank you. Guys, I appreciate you guys using your Prime subs to stay here with me as a sub. Thank you for using your Prime subs. Um, Spicy Cuban Pappy, or Poppy. Uh, has Bungie or anyone confirmed if we will have to run the story on each character? No, it's there is. you don't have to run story at all. Oh, for, for Shadowkeep. Don't know. Don't know. 
two new subs coming in, two prime subs. Uh, Timothy and Breezy, thank you for using your prime subs here. Enjoy all the dope badges and emotes and the ad-free viewing on my channel. Appreciate you for being here and for subbing. Thank you. They have not confirmed that. More than likely, you got to run through it on all three. Lord of Time, what are your thoughts on powerful rewards having tiers? I think it sounds good. It's in line with difficulty spectrum. I'm excited. I think it sounds like the right move. Totally not not Myron. Uh, don't do you think perk nerfs will be enough? Uh, other perks like high impact reserves or under pressure just don't do enough to be worth it. Even in their nerf state, uh, there will just be nothing that beats raw extra damage. It depends, you know, it really depends. Elemental effects, crowd control effects, dot effects, increased resilience effects, like things that might break PvP, but I mean, you know, you'd have to give us things in PvE that make you feel, you know, really really strong or again crowd control could become a thing um you know area of effect damage and stuff like that i i don't know exactly how you can pivot away from damage but i want you to remember something okay crowd control was in destiny one and it offered a 15 percent damage bonus and we never felt like we needed to run it because the rest of the weapons were either good enough or felt strong enough or had good enough you know perk rolls I don't think I ever really... I think I rolled crowd control on one weapon. I had a a grasp of Malak, I think, with Feeding Frenzy crowd control, and it felt good. But I didn't feel like I had to run it. I did not feel like I had to run it. So, I'm getting this screenshot from the load screen from somebody who took a screenshot of their Xbox. You can't get this on PC, because you can't open the game right now on PC. People got the update, opened the game, and they got new menu, and they got new menu music for the opening. But they can't open the game. This is just like their opener. Mr. Gravity, do you think there is a way of making pinnacle weapons unique without having them be OP? I don't see why they can't just balance them correctly. I think the answer to your question is ritual weapons. It's a, it's a curated role with perks that are already in control and already balanced. Introducing a perk. I, I want you to consider something with me, okay? They have limited bandwidth, and they're trying to make stuff, you know, good and scalable and awesome. And you want them to dedicate time and balancing and testing to one gun, one perk. One gun, one perk, okay? If all the perks are balanced, okay? If all the perks are balanced, then you, I think, can create really, really good versions and not have to worry about it. OMG, the music. Oh, we have two minutes of music from Jake. Okay, listen, we're going to end Q&A in just a moment, and we'll do another Q&A. We're doing two Q&A shows, so I can take a break, stretch, and and use the restroom. I'm going to play the music for you guys in just one second, okay? So, I think dedicating a bunch of testing time and development time to testing one perk for one weapon is probably a misuse of bandwidth. It's better to make sure all perks scale and mix and mingle and make cool rolls, and then they make one really, really great roll. Also, consider this. Sometimes you can't get perk combinations on a gun. There were guns in D1 and in D2 where, like, you can't get the perk combination, okay? Well, given that reality, they could do the same thing with these with these ritual weapons. Thank you for the gifted five subs, Insane Dutch, Justice Ecarg, Bleed Blue AK, Caretaker, Shiny Ray, and Wolf Gar the Viking. You guys all got gifted a sub. Eraser Reno for two months. Thank you for that as well. Um, and Zero Z stream for four months. I appreciate it. So... 
I I think that they're making the right move. I think Pinnacles switching to Rituals is is a good is a good pivot and a good move for balance, and they're not gonna have to worry about that. So I'm gonna cut Q and A and do an outro here for the podcast and the listeners on YouTube. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna listen to the new menu music, and then we're gonna do another Q and A session. As always, if you're listening in the other locations, please like, share, and subscribe.